Hello, this is Stephen Bedard. I've been talking about the Jesus myth theory for quite a long time. Jesus myth theory is basically that there was no historical Jesus, uh, not just that he wasn't the Messiah or the Son of God, but uh, he just didn't exist. There was no uh, Jesus, son of Joseph and Mary. There was no 12 apostles and so on. And Oftentimes, the Jesus myth theory also includes uh, ideas that the Gospels were based on pagan myths and uh, Greek and Egyptian and other cultures there that had uh, concepts of dying and rising gods, and, and the Gospels are basically just about that. I've been talking about that for a long time. Uh, since at least uh, 2006, when Stanley Porter and I uh, co-wrote the book Unmasking the Pagan Christ, where we were responding to uh, Jesus' mythicist Tom Harper in his book, The Pagan Christ. So I talk about that. I even have a website, jesusmyththeory.com. But I will not debate Jesus' mythicists. And I don't mean just formal debates in uh, some hall where you would uh, be face-to-face -face and, and putting forth your arguments. Uh, I don't do debates like that in general, but I won't even have conversations online with mythicists anymore. I've done it in the past, but I just don't do it anymore. And the reason I don't do that is not because uh, I don't care uh, about the truth or... Uh, I am angry at mythicists or anything like that. It's nothing to do with that. It's basically because it is almost impossible to have a, a rational conversation with someone who is deeply committed to the Jesus myth theory. So I'll give you an example of, of why I won't do this. They will come out and say uh, that there is zero evidence that Jesus ever existed. Well, that is absolutely not the case. Uh, there is evidence. Uh, the Gospels are evidence. Paul's letters are evidence. Uh, Josephus is evidence. Uh, even uh, some of the, uh, the writings, other early Christian writings, and uh, some of the early Roman writings, there's actually a fair bit of evidence. But they discount all of that. And they will say, oh, you can't use that kind of stuff. That's not, uh, that's not good enough, either because it is scripture or there's evidence that there had been some tampering with Josephus, which I agree that there is evidence of that tampering, uh, or else uh, that it was written uh, too long afterwards, which is not the case, uh, or that... Uh, it is biased towards uh, Christian beliefs, and they'll say you can't use any of that. And yet, historians use evidence like that all the time. They don't care if it is uh, religious scripture. They That doesn't disqualify anything uh, from being used as historical evidence. Uh, they use writings that were written well after what we have with the New Testament in comparison to uh, when the events being described there took place. Um, we have, everything is biased. We've not encountered any 
uh, historical evidence that's not biased, either it is uh, biased uh, in favor of or against uh, a particular figure or movement, uh, it's all biased, uh, especially in the ancient world. Everything had either a religious or philosophical or political bias that's there, so those things don't exist. But they'll say, oh, you can't use that. that there is no evidence. Even though there is no way that you could just contact a uh, historian at a at a recognized university and say, can we just agree that there's no evidence for Jesus? They would laugh if you said that because uh, even if they're not a Christian, uh, in fact, being a Christian has nothing to do with uh, believing in the existence of a historical Jesus. Uh, if they are atheist or Jewish or Muslim or anything else, uh, they would say, well, no, actually, there's... Uh, pretty good evidence that Jesus existed. They might have some doubts about the miracles, uh, about uh, the resurrection and that kind of thing, but that Jesus actually existed. Um, there would be no doubts. There is no doubts in the historical world. Now, I'm not just talking theological. I mean, in the in among historians, there is no doubts. And yet, mythicists will laugh. They will laugh that there is anyone who actually believes that Jesus existed because there is this supposedly zero evidence for Jesus. And how do you talk to someone like that? It, To be honest, it's the same thing as talking to anyone who believes in any conspiracy theory. It doesn't matter how many facts you put forward. They can discount anything that you say and will discount anything you say. They're not interested in a rational conversation. What they are interested in is proving that they know more than the experts. The experts are the ones who are deceived. Uh, these people who have no formal training in these areas, they are the ones who know the truth. And they can look upon the experts with contempt. And so how do you have a conversation like that? So why do I talk about Jesus myth theory? I do it for those who are on the fence. They're, they're hearing these claims. They're not sure what to do with it. And I have seen evidence in uh, my own life of uh, talking to people who have encountered what I have said, and it has brought them back from the brink. And so those are the kind of people that I do this for. But if you are a Jesus mythicist, you know, God bless you. You're welcome to believe whatever you want, but I am not going to put my time into uh, debating back and forth about these things. I put forward my, uh, my understanding of the historical sources. You can put forward yours, and we'll let everyone else decide what they think is best. Thank you for listening to this. I hope that you check out my website, jesusmyththeory.com. Subscribe to the channel and God bless.